Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and, and what have you learned? 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 There's an learned. online stock grocery store called Imperfect Foods, and they're selling airplane food online. And many people are flocking to have the food delivered to their homes. Um, So they, of course, are not doing very well right now because people aren't really flying. They've already sold 40,000 snack trays and say that other companies are looking for ways to get rid of their extra stock. People are missing the airplane food. And so they're just trying to have an experience where they pretend they're going Okay, I don't even want airplane food when I'm on an airplane. (laughs) Oh, really? I mean... Unless it's a gingy. I mean, that sounds good. That's right. I don't don't eat that steerage food. I don't know what that is. (laughs) I don't know what that is, but... uh, It's so refreshing. Perfect. What is this steerage beverage you're referring to? <laughs> okay, uh, with a lot of states across the country making an effort to get back to normal, um, word on the street is that the Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas is opening May 26th. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, um, an internal letter to employees was leaked informing employees of the opening and mentioned that the goal is to have everything at the hotel open on the target date except for the spas, nightclubs, day bars, bars, and poker rooms. Um, other casinos in Las Vegas have working dates, but those dates have passed uh, ever since the stay-at-home laws in Las Vegas were extended. Um, well, that may be because their mayor, and excuse my French, is a little nutter butters. So this oh, might actually happen. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> what is going on with her? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Oh, um, John Legend, he's ready to square up with... Our favorite host of the Grammys, Alicia Keys. Oh, yay. Um, so he told Nick Cannon last week during a radio interview that he thinks uh, that he wants to battle it out with her. And it would be worth it since both artists have a talent for ticking, tickling the ivory. So this is going to be like a piano uh, challenge. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure like a scat challenge or some yeah. kind of improv singing, which I am not down with. No. I don't need to see that. <laughs> This sounds exciting to me. Oh no, Alexis! Yeah, okay. I mean, she's not hosting it, right? Is she just? She's just participating. She she probably thinks she is. (laughs) She's just. I can't stand it. It's all about peace. It's all about peace. Let me go on for. She's like Sherry Pie up there. This is showcasing her skills. All right. Well, you can watch that, and maybe it's for charity. I didn't say that there was a charity element, so. Yeah. 
I'm not watching. Peace and love. You do you. (laughs) (laughs) That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour. And at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Welcome to the final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Tuesday, May 12th, 2020, right here on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Aunt Esther from Sanford and Son. Well, that's something you wouldn't understand. We have inner beauty. Yeah, what? Inner beauty. <laughs> well, you better put your liver where your face is. <laughs> Matheson, along with Alexis Thompson, Don McLean, and Kenny. Oh, and Esther. Yeah. Oh. What's Enter Beauty? Oh, <laughs> Red Fox. Uh, thanks for being here for the most productive day of the week. Uh, I don't know. That's right. Get some stuff done Get today. Get some stuff done today. I'm going to. I'm taping the Jason Show, doing my uh, finishing up my Chicken Finger Challenge 2020. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to Ooh. give you the results on Tuesday. But, uh, but yeah, I'm dipping... Making homemade chicken fingers using stuff in your cabinet. It's like a quarantine challenge. So you look don't, confused, Dawn. You no, look, you're I've making a face. I've never known how to do this. It's like, what do you coated in it? I don't, we don't need to go over this on the air. For, but Oh, it's easy. No, I can tell you in literally you 15 seconds. Fi- okay, good. Literally, it's it's easy. Okay. And you, everyone can do this. Get, if you have a food processor, I'll just, okay, let's just say uh, I had a box of cornflakes. Yeah. That's actually what I'm going to be doing today. Uh, that's the one I couldn't do yesterday. Got a ba- box of cornflakes. Let's say Lex and I are doing this together. Lex, grab your food processor. Got me okay. 15 seconds up. Okay. Put it. Got put, it. Uh, put, <laughs> just kidding. You beach. <laughs> next record. topic. Why did I ask? You uh, crush next up topic. the stuff. You crush up the stuff. Yeah. I love you, Don. God, you're good. Uh, Kenny, don't laugh too hard at that. Um, She's funny. She is funny. Um, no, you put, uh, put the cornflakes in the food processor. Put in a bowl. Yeah. Get your chicken fingers. Buy pre-cut ones if you want to, or cut your own, make your own chicken fingers Please, out of a breast. I yeah. Buy them pre-cut. Yeah, pre-cut. Dip them in flour first. Flour. Yeah, because the egg will not stick to just a plain oh, raw meat. Oh God! See, this is great to know. Yeah. All right. Dip them in flour, flour first. Mm-hmm. Seasoned flour. Make sure you season the flour with salt and pepper. Okay. Dip the chicken tender in the flour. Mm-hmm. Dip it in egg. Okay. Okay. Then you dip it in your coating of choice. Oh, okay. Then you put it in a frying pan or an air fryer, but put it in a frying pan, oh, just like an inch deep. Make sure it's like a 350, you know, get it just hot, but not too hot so it burns the chicken finger. And then about eight minutes on each side. Bada boom, bada bing, it's done. I'm going to do this with the gluten-free flour that yeah. I bought, which was about oh. $25. Yeah. <laughs> so just ground up, and that's the okay. challenge. Look in your cabinet, find something that might be good coated, uh, and I tried it with Cheez-Its, yeah. Captain Crunch cereal, okay. waffle cones, 
and Dots Pretzels. And we can see the results of Thursday. what you thought Thursday yeah. on your Jason show. Yep, that's right. And Alexis made her prediction, which is the same prediction as uh, my BFF, Jen. Lex, you thought the Dots Pretzels got the number one position? Oh, yeah. You had garlic to it and all okay. that delicious seasoning. I think Alex, a waffle we'll cone. Okay. We'll see. There's a clear... Well, you know, I'll always go savory over you will, sweet. Lex. So That's right. Always. Always Obi Wan, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's coming up. Uh, that's coming up on Thursday. It was a lot. I can tell you, I had a lot of fun doing it. It was a blast. Okay, it was, uh, it, and it was easy. It was easy as pie. I can only do three ingredients. Uh, beyond that, I'm lost. Oh, okay, I get it. I get oh, it. Oh, really? Okay. No, there we go. It's flour. <laughs> Dip them in flour. Oh, yep. Egg, egg coating. Got okay, it, Lex. Good. It's easy. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Time for it's good news, everybody. Work. That went longer than 15 seconds, Don. Uh, I apologize. Okay. <laughs> We're going to be positive. Positive, positive, positive. Time for sunshine, unicorns, and rainbows with Alexis. I need some good news. That's right. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Nothing but good news coming from Alexis. Take it away, Yeah, Alexis. I've got some good news, guys. Okay. It looks like American Airlines and Hyatt Hotels, they've teamed up to give a gift to 4,000 staff members at New York City's Elmhurst Hospital, which has been the hardest hit or one of the hardest hit hospitals um, around the coronavirus pandemic. They're giving 4,000 staff members a round-trip American Airlines flight and hotel accommodations three nights uh, to select cities in the U.S. and the Caribbean. Oh, nice. Now, of course, we don't know when they're going to be able to take these trips, but they do have them. (laughs) Still something to look forward to. It is, exactly. So free vacation, and, you know, they're working tirelessly to to fight the coronavirus. So that's that's good news. You know what? It's it's the thought. That's that's a really nice thing. And like Dawn said, because we're all like Dawn in this way. We need yeah. something to look forward to. And heaven's sake, as Don said, there's nothing to look forward to right now. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> things will be canceled, but don't worry. There's that room for other things, That's right? That's right, Lex. That's yeah. right. That's right. Um, I'm sure this small town in Alaska was very excited to see their town grocer come back. Oh. Uh, took a 14-hour round trip sailing to the nearest Costco what? to get food. <gasps> oh. And uh, the things that they need for the small town. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah, really? it's called Gustavus. It's an icy seaside town, seven hours from Juneau, Alaska. Mm. And they ran, ran out of food. They just ran out of everything. So the grocer set for a sa- sailing trip, took a small barge uh, to the nearest Costco warehouse, seven hours one way, loaded up on $20,000 worth of eggs, flour, meat, canned goods, produce, and toilet paper. Wow. They're the lone grocer in town. Okay, we have the Aloha deck to the left. Uh, we have produce <laughs> to the right and free samples right behind you. Welcome. I think I know where that town is because I've watched so many Alaskan shows. I was going to ask you yeah, about you that, Dawn, if you know about uh, Gustavus. Yeah, I think it's someplace that the Alaskan or bush Gustavus. people go. I'm sorry. It's, oh, really? Alaskan bush It's uh, on the Salmon River. Mm. I'm looking at it right now. Look at Kenny. Yeah. Look at the, ah. pulling up the Daniel Boone map. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Where, 446 people live in town there. Where did he have to go for supplies? Uh, to Juno. it looks like. That's the closest. Play, that was the oh, closest wow. Costco. Seven hours by sea. Okay. I love, wow. I mean, you know, there are yeah. worse destinations on a cruise, uh, you know, than yeah. Costco. I'll cruise to Costco. It's a huge Costco. challenge. I didn't realize that didn't that re- was something. Yeah. I, lo- I love a good Costco. Not right mm-hmm. now because it's like crazy, but yeah. 
Yeah, it is pretty crazy over there. Angel had to make the trip, and he was like, wow, oh. their people just don't care in Costco right now. <laughs> She'll get wow. mad at me saying this, but the um, the Costco Business Center uh, by the quarry in northeast Minneapolis is usually slightly less busy than the other Costcos. Oh, I see it. I see just it from 36 secret. every time I drive by it going. Just a little it. secret. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Don't tell people, but it's usually a little less busy. <laughs> Mm. I always think there's just office supplies in there, but no, it has it's everything, everything, huh? Yes, oh, you, nice. You can get pencils. You can get a, <laughs> a meat shaver. You can get lifesavers. Wow. A meat shaver? Ow. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I don't want one of those. <laughs> How about a hug a through pass. a plastic bag? How about that, Kenny? Does that oh, sound oh, something that's fun? Uh, Come here, Kenny. Sounds semi-kinky. Uh, <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> Have you guys heard of Munchie or Moonchie, Indiana? No, M- Muncie. Muncie. I don't know. It's just like Worcester. <laughs> or Woburn. That's where Munchie oh, cheese comes from. Munchie cheese. <laughs> okay, wait. How do you say it again? Muncie. 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 Indiana. Oh, Munchie cheese. Oh, my oh, my boy dolls. I love Munchie cheese. Maybe that's why I want it to be called Munchie. <laughs> Have What's you guys on? heard of a mystical place called Munchie, Indiana? No, I don't know. Oh, you Lex, guys are no, from I those parts. It. No, you're right. It's <laughs> only funny to me because it's 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 Muncie, Indiana. Yeah, Muncie. Okay, Muncie, well, yeah. there's a second grade teacher there. Her name is Kelsey, and she has found a creative way to give quarantine hugs to her students. Yeah, she created a plastic barrier, and it looks like she's like a bubble girl uh, using a clear shower curtain and then 12 ziploc sandwich bags so she can hug her students so basically she has armholes and then the armholes go down by her waist so the kid put can put its arms through and hug and then she can hug but it's all quarantined i think that's sweet would you like very cute she's hugged 50 students so far with that would you like a muncie indiana fun fact Yes, please. Uh, Muncie, Indiana is the home of Ball State University, oh. the the ah. the University of David Letterman. Letterman. Right. That's right. Yes. Uh, Ball State. It's also uh, the university of my girlfriend Bernice Corley. Um, <laughs> oh, and I uh, may or that. may not have had adult relations and a dorm room in Ball State University. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Ball- oh, wow. Muncie, Indiana Fun Facts <laughs> with Jason. Yeah, that sure gives Munchie another uh, yeah. and Ball uh, State meaning another there. Meaning. And Ball State, yeah. Wow. I'm going to Ball State. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. About time. My college girlfriend. Uh, for the record, neither Ball State nor Munchie happened. Thank you. Just straight to it, huh? Straight to it. None of that happened. FYI. (laughs) (laughs) After my experience in 91, that never happened again. Enough is enough with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we uh, have time for. Do you have a quick one, Lex? Is that it? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. I okay. do. Uh, have you guys seen the pictures of the super bloom in Southern California? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> there's some NASA uh, satellite images of the sea of orange poppies that bloomed. Poppies. It's beautiful, mm. and, and you know, with just, just the you know kind of down news that we hear. Yeah. This is a bright explosion oh, of orange. It's gorgeous. And, you know, they weren't sure they were even going to bloom because of the drought. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're sprouting and they look absolutely gorgeous. Oh, they're beautiful. I'm looking, looking at, at now. photos yeah. now. Yeah. Wow. I crazy. need these in my Animal Crossing gardens. These are beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Plant some of those. I don't know if that's an option, but do it. Or give them to Darlene and we can turn them into drugs for uh, Jason Bateman. But, yes. Yeah, go, yeah. I was just thinking that. <laughs> yeah. 816, that's an Ozark reference, everybody, not a drug reference. 817, when we come back, the one and only Elizabeth Reese and the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis. In the morning, on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Anjoli. I'm Jace with Lex. <laughs> Dawn and Kenny, and now the show's about ready to get classy, because Elizabeth Reese is here with the Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, hello, friends. Hello. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, we're going to go back in time a little bit, okay. and we are going to talk about Rick Springfield oh, and when he became goodness. really famous in the 80s, okay? Yeah. Okay. So, this is interesting. He said that when fame hit, dealing with women constantly coming on to him was crazy, and his mind could barely handle it. He used a term for what it did to his mind, but I'm not going to repeat it here. Mm. This is a family radio show. Family show, Elizabeth. Yeah, family radio show. So he was, um, Rick Springfield had a role as Dr. Noah Drake on General Hospital. And then his 1981 hit album, Working Class Dog, was very successful. It included the classic Jesse's Girl. Yes. That we know and love. And he said, one week I'm walking down the street and no one is looking at me. And two weeks later, everyone is turning around and going, hey, isn't that the guy? Isn't that funny? Because there is a finite moment. You are famous one day. You were not famous the day before. He said um, he's 70 now and says he has had his fair share of run-ins with groupies saying that the sudden interest in him, he says, I was a young guy as a turnaround. It's amazing. It's quite shocking. Um, But he will not reveal the numbers of women that he's been with. It's probably been a lot. He said, I hope I was a nice guy. Um, But it really is kind of shocking to see that he's 70. When you see recent pictures of him, he does not appear to be 70. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, looking good. He He married Barbara Porter in 1984 and had two sons with her. Well, I was shocked. Um, Kurt from MTV, his birthday was over the weekend or something. Oh, yeah. Um, 75. Well, yeah. Wow. Doesn't that make and us all feel? he's still doing yes. it. He's still doing music news and Is interviews? he really? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, uh, b- 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 I saw Megan McCain tweet that, that 
She's like, wow, this really hits me. I do remember him feeling older than the other ones, though, back in the day. Yes, he was older than the other VJs, yes. Yeah, he was. What a dream to be a VJ. I wanted to be a VJ so badly. I wanted to work on Channel One so badly. Remember when Channel One was the news station that would come on in school? Yes. And like Serena Altschul was on there. We never had um, that. I, I feel like Lisa Ling did some... She did. She was on that too, right? Yes. yes. You didn't have that in Indiana? No. Oh, well, you were deprived there. You we should were. have grown up in Minnesota schools. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Minnesota schools give you everything you need. No, we did not have that in Indiana. <laughs> oh, my God. We barely had televisions. Yeah, I can imagine. That is a struggle. It, I remember watching that and thinking like, oh, my gosh, I would love to be on Channel One. How wonderful would that be? Um, a lot of people, you know, kind of reflecting on Mother's Day this week. Demi Moore's daughter, Tallulah. Willis says that Mother's Day used to make her feel like absolute dust. Um, dust? She said, I digested the entire celebratory nature of the day as an insensitive slight to my pain and my story. And she's talking about her relationship with her mom, Demi Moore. Um, she shared oh. that the holiday has not been a joyful one for her, that for three years it was a day of heartache. She said, I didn't talk to my mom for almost three years. And during that shattered time, this day would transport me from fragmented pieces to absolute dust. She said, I remember tearing up driving to work upon hearing a radio ad that cheerily recommended which perfume mom would absolutely adore. And then she went on to say that that, that insensitivity part. Um, and then she said, however, my story changed through a metamorphosis of inward self-reflection and malleability to forgive. Three years did not stretch to forever. You know, you'll know Demi mm. Moore has talked a lot about when she was with Ashton Kutcher, um, she completely ignored everything else in her life. I mean, she really abandoned her daughters because she was so obsessed with Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. And then after that, yep. the then subsequent substance abuse that went on. So I'm not sure exactly what the time period is that she, Tallulah, wasn't talking to her mom. Um, but it was not good. Mm. Yeah. Very sad. I know it is. Well, there's a lot of self work there. I mean, the the bright spot is is that she's moved past that and they're in a better spot. Yeah, I think so. And I just think I bring that up because I do think it's really relatable. It's you know, real. not everybody yeah. has this like glowing. No, I had the best mom, and I love my mom. You know, Mother's Day and Father's Day can be very conflicted holidays for people yep. that take yeah. a long time to get over because you don't always have that relationship with your parent that you wanted, and um, if you don't have a parent that you needed at times, that grief stays with you for a long time. This is yeah. why it's very stressful when you become a parent to try not to mess them up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. That is so real. Oh, what did I do to start <laughs> so them today? Real. What's going to send them into therapy today? <laughs> right, it'll be the thing that you think is you're doing the best, and then it's like, you did this, and you're like, oh, great. You oh, can't great. wait. Here we go. <laughs> I know. Um, Allison Roman, who's a food writer, is apologizing again for dissing mm. Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen has now shut down her Twitter account. I mean, she's made it private. That is how intense this drama has gotten. Allison Roman she's hurt. Uh, dissed Chrissy Teigen and Marie Kondo in an interview. And Allison Roman writes for The New York Times. She writes for all sorts of foodie publications. And yeah, Chrissy Teigen was very hurt. And Allison Roman is trying to apologize again because it didn't go that well the first time. Um, and she went on to say, I need to formally apologize to Chrissy Teigen and Marie Kondo. I use their names disparagingly to try and distinguish myself, which I absolutely do not have an excuse for. 
Um, and then she went on saying, the burden is not on them or anyone else to teach me. And I'm deeply sorry that my learning came at Chrissy and Marie's expense. She basically dissed them for having product lines and things like that when she said she would never do that to further her career. And it did not come across well for a, a multitude of reasons. Um, yeah, and first and really foremost admired being, her too. Yeah, and the fact that she's a white woman disparaging women of color for their success, which is oh, not wow. great. Right. It's a multi-layered, guys. It's like a layered I, cake. It's like a trifle of disaster. Yeah. At first, I was like, okay, bigger fish to fry. But no, I, I get it now. That's, yeah. If not, you dig into it, I got kind of obsessed over the weekend and just kept reading yeah. stuff. It is, a, it is interesting, and it's a nuanced conversation. And I think you can learn something from digging into it. Absolutely. We learned a lot from Elizabeth today. Thanks Elizabeth Reese on Twin Cities Live today at 3. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after these words. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one oh seven one everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. Uh, tomorrow, I uh, am going to talk about a favorite subject of Lori, and that is I watched that Natalie Wood documentary on HBO. Oh, yeah. Um, that Lori is obsessed with because Lori loves Natalie Wood to begin with. Um, I have oh. thoughts. I have thoughts. Um, I have some highlights from it that uh, that I pulled, uh, and we'll talk about it tomorrow. I'll I will watch j- it tonight. Lex, let me just, I'll give you a little pre... Fascinating. Fascinating, and you forget. You, let me, re- you are reminded what a mark Natalie Wood made in motion pictures. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Marilyn Monroe in, in pop culture gets a lot of attention, but... Wow, you you go back and you think about uh, her roles, and then what people don't often realize if you're not a, a, a big fan of hers, especially youngins that don't even know her who she is. Yeah, you forget how she really bla- she really paved the way for female actresses, and we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, people don't even know the the bridges she built for people, uh, specifically women in Hollywood, because let me just tell you, she took no crap. Um, and she was one of the first to stand up to Jack Warner. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was it, it was eye opening, this documentary. Um, I think it's called Natalie Wood. What what's left behind? What is left behind? Um, done by her daughter, Natasha. Um, what remains? What, behind. what remains behind? Thank oh, you, Kenny. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, trying to figure out where to watch it here. HBO Go, right. HBO Now. Um, it's uh, it's an HBO documentary. Um, and yeah. it's beautiful first. And also it's just stunningly beautiful. Um, so you'll lo- Lex, you'll love it. Yeah, you okay. will absolutely love it. So that's, to- uh, that's tomorrow. Uh, right now, uh, George Nuffleupagus, uh, just did a little report. Uh, yesterday was the opening day, the reopening day for Disneyland, uh, for Shanghai Disneyland. Ooh. This is the first Disney park to reopen since the pandemic. Um, ABC obviously is uh, owned by Disney. Here's uh, George Nuffleupagus, and we'll talk about my feelings, uh, you know, about returning to the parks on the other side. It is starting to reopen this morning, just the first phase, a very careful first phase, with visitors required to wear masks, submit to temperature screenings, and social distance. Will Reeve joins us with more on what this could mean for parks here in the U.S. Good morning, Will. Good morning, George. Careful is the operative word here. So many of those safety measures in place, visitors capped at one-third capacity. But as Disney looks ahead to what might be in store for its other parks around the world, there is light at the end of the tunnel. 
Overnight, the doors opening in Shanghai Disneyland. Excited. Marking the first of Disney's major parks to resume operations. Tickets for the reopening selling out in minutes, but it won't be business as usual. The reopening set to be a cautious and measured phased event, prioritizing safety. We have cast members throughout the park that are continuously wiping down and making sure that everything is disinfected and sanitized. Along with increased cleaning, the park limiting total attendance to 30% capacity. Temperature screenings and face coverings required for all guests entering the park and social distancing enforced at all times. Whether it's at the main entrance, the attractions, the restaurants, shops, everywhere you go, just give people space. While Disney, the parent company of ABC News, is still keeping its U.S., Hong Kong, Tokyo, and Paris parks closed, the company announcing a phased reopening of Florida's retail, dining, and entertainment center Disney Springs beginning May 20th. The Walt Disney Company saying in a press release, quote, a limited number of shopping and dining experiences that are owned by third-party operating participants will begin to open during this initial phase. The rest of Walt Disney World Resort will remain closed, including theme parks and resort hotels. As for whether Shanghai Disneyland will provide a blueprint for the reopening of Disney parks worldwide. We communicate all the time with our other parks around the world, share operational best practices. So hopefully we can inspire them. We can share some of those best practices here and they'll adapt uh, based on what they need to do there to satisfy their guests and their communities. Yeah, that's uh, ABC News reporting about the opening of Shanghai Disneyland yesterday around this time. Um, I, I have a feeling, this is just my guess. I know there was that one Wall Street analyst that got a lot of attention about uh, two weeks ago saying that he doesn't foresee an opening at Disney Parks until 2021. I personally do not think that's going to be the case. Um Here's what we need to look for. If Shanghai Disneyland goes well over the next two to three weeks, I would foresee the Disney parks here in the U.S. opening at the end of July. Um, mm. That's when I predict. I think it's it's not going to open this May. I yeah. would be shocked if it opens in June, but it could. Um, and as you go to try to make reservations, as as we've tried to do, because, well, we do that all the time, uh, you cannot make reservations until J- July 1st. That's when reservations are, are allowed to happen. But I think even the beginning of July is optimistic. I, I foresee the end of the end of July being the first time the Disney parks here in the U.S. will open. So Wow. Does it seem like that would be fun? I mean, if you were in Shanghai, would you... Buy tickets, Chase? Yeah. yeah, I would. And you'd go? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'm looking. I mean, the video. Look, I, 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 I've said it before. If there's, uh, I wasn't joking, Lex. I felt more unsafe that first weekend that I went running, um, on the lakes, or I'm sorry, on the river, than I did when Colin and I were at Disney World for that last mm. weekend before the pandemic, because. If anybody can do this well, it's Disney. Um, And I I do. I believe that. If any, and I mean any company, I don't mean just a theme park company. If Mm. any company can figure out how to do this well and and at the same time keep the employees and guests safe, I think it's Disney. Mm. They They have such a great team there. Um, they have some of the best minds, the most, because this takes, this is a, this is an exercise in imagination. It really is. You got to think about how to kind of restructure your entire operation. And if there's a company, yeah, well, there's the word. If there's a company that is filled with 
great imaginative minds. Mm-hmm. Think about it. It's the yeah, Walt Disney that's Company. True. Um, so I, and that's why I don't think it's going to be July. I think they're going to take their time. They are going to watch Shanghai. Mm-hmm. They are going to uh, take the good and take the bad. They're going to, and that's why it's not going to open this. This that's why the the American parks are not going to open this month. They're going to watch. The, Shanghai is the experiment. Shanghai, they're going to watch that, and they're going to take the best practices and and, and adapt it for the American parks. And uh, yeah, so do you think the cast members are fighting over who's going to be Mickey and Minnie and? Versus, like, the princesses all want to be mascots. <laughs> well, probably, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, give me that mask. You know, and the truth of the matter is, if I'm wearing a mask, yeah. Lex, if I'm wearing a mask, um, and as we did when we were there uh, in February or March, uh, I, I forgot it's been so long now, um, uh, you know, we washed our hands after every ride. We yeah. didn't lean on anything. Um uh, we practiced, uh, un, you know, when we were sitting in the gondolas, we kept our hands on our laps. Uh, we didn't, you know, they didn't put us in gondolas with other people. Um, if we practice our own best practices, I, I got to tell you, I, I do not think I'll be afraid. And I think I'll enjoy m- myself because I actually think uh, parks, Dawn can attest to this, the parks, they needed to decrease the capacity anyway. Oh, um, yeah. It was it's... getting, it was getting, <laughs> no, and I, so no, 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 I, I, I mean this. I think. They were getting real greedy. They need the, the capacity was getting out of control. So I actually think this is a good thing for the parks. I think they're going to learn a lesson that they actually need to decrease the capacity um, for safety and for just enjoyment of the people paying a lot of money to be there. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But we'll see. That's why I'm curious. We're curious to go back almost as an experiment of like, what is this going to be like? Is this enjoyable with these new safety precautions? My guess is I will find it enjoyable. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the thought of it does not sound like fun to me. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm being I get honest. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, you know, with the masks and having to, you know, keep track of all of that. I, and I know I'm in a very different spot, too, with the a baby. But, yeah. um, you know, of course, he wouldn't come. But, um, yeah. No, I, I get it. No. just how to get back. Yeah. You probably represent a, a good amount of people. But, but listening to that report... Those yeah. tickets sold out in minutes. Yeah, they in did. In minutes, the, mm-hmm. there there is a group of people that will go, and um, yeah, they're ready. Fast. It's it's fast. It's going to be interesting to watch the next few weeks um, how this unfolds. Uh, it's coming up at eight forty three. We're going to take a break. We'll be back after these words. What happened last night? It's time for late night funnies. Funny stuff. Here's Jason. I heard that a lot of grocery stores are now limiting the amount of meat you can buy. It's awkward uh, when you try to check out with too much and the cashier's like, We got a meat hog at Register 5. We got a classic meat hog. Apple's announced that it will begin reopening its American retail stores this week, so don't even bother getting COVID-19 because they're just about to come out with the 20. <laughs> Some entertainment news. I saw that there's a television series based on the National Treasure movies coming to Disney+. Plus. And this is strange, the Nicolas Cage role will be played by Joe Exotic. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. 849, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. There's one more from Conan that they didn't put in there that I liked. Here's listen to this. Here we go. There's a sex doll company that's now making a realistic sex doll that actually makes breathing noises. 
And, and actually, there's a, a deluxe model that afterwards says, you're done already? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. oh, God, I love Conan. Oh, Conan had, oh, let me find it. All of you moms out there, you're going to laugh out loud. I read this to my mother-in-law. Uh, it was Conan's Mother's Day. Oh, here it is. Conan's Mother's Day tweet. He wrote, <clears throat> today is Mother's Day. I celebrated by taking my wife to her favorite room in the house and leaving her alone. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Mother's Day. That's right. Uh, It is Tuesday, May 12th, 2020. Um, Lex. Yeah. Now, now yesterday, right before we ended our program, Mm -hmm. uh, you uh, were giving an AbFab app. And yes, it was a, a, a rooster. What the hell was it called? Uh, sound hound. Sound hound. Um, and, you and, can hum a song and it will identify it. Uh-huh, yeah. oh, you get that right. earworm that you just like, oh, what is it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got ready to make fun of you because, uh, well, we did make fun of you because when we saw that you had an app recommendation, uh, (laughs) we we had a little PTSD because we thought, oh, no, here we go again. It's going to be Uber Part 2, where (laughs) 20 years after the app is released, Alexis discovers it and and, and says, have you guys heard of eBay? (laughs) It's an auction on the computer. Um, So Lex tells us about SoundHound. and. I'm so excited. I'm thinking, this is great, new, uh-huh. fresh. Yeah. And Lex goes, no, 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 this isn't. I swear, because we said, oh, no, Lex, is this Shazam? And Lex is <laughs> like, no, 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 no. No, Dawn. No, this isn't Shazam. This is this is Sound Hound. It's this, better. You can hum. It's brand new. So we got off the air. Donna and, and uh, Skippy come on. And yeah. uh, I'm walking down the hallway, and my Twitter keeps going, <laughs> bing, bing, bing. And I'm like, oh, oh, what's this? Have we offended the Jonas Brothers again? And I look on there. We did that once. We did that one. And then I started laughing because hashtag Alexis strikes again because Soundhound came out six years ago. Six years ago, Soundhound came out. No, at least a decade. Oh, was it more than that? (laughs) At least a decade. Okay, I'm sorry, Alexis. That was pretty nice. It came out. In the 2010s, it, <laughs> Taylor Dane released her first CD when this came out. So uh, <laughs> thank you, Dawn, for laughing at the Taylor Dane reference. Taylor Dane. But uh, yeah, it's all right, Lex. Yeah, hey, you know what? We discover things when we discover them, and luckily everyone, but the tweets were hilarious. Allison's <laughs> like, yeah, I've had SoundHound on my phone for the last 10 years. Works great. <laughs> Kiki goes, Lex, dear, SoundHound has been around longer than Uber, but glad you found it. Oh, that's a shot. That is a shot. <laughs> I'm like, oh, ouch. You're oh. right. Oh, my gosh. Well, hey. It was around longer than Uber? Yeah, that's what she said. Oh, Lex, that's very embarrassing. Yeah, it, it kind of is. I was thinking I'm being all fresh, telling you guys about something well, we nice. We didn't know and- it existed. Yeah, so it's all new to us. It's new to us, Lex. See, thanks, guys. It was so funny, though. I was like, (laughs) bing, 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 bing. Oh, all these tweets. I hope people enjoyed enjoyed today's broadcast. Nope. No, it was just people saying they've been using SoundHound since their kids were in elementary school. Yeah. He's just like, girl, where have you been? SoundHound is great. It was was great when Barack Obama was president. I think Michelle Obama tweeted about that in 2009. I'm George W. Bush. And I approve this message. (laughs) 
And I approve this message. I'm George W. Bush. And I approve this message. I'm George W. Bush. That's right. And I approve this message. Hey, George, did you hear about Soundhound? I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets. That's right. Right. What are that? What is the internets? Oh, George W. But uh, anyway, yeah, that was... That was very go. funny. I was dying. I'm like, oh, well, mm-hmm. this is the last segment of tomorrow's show. Thank yeah. goodness. <laughs> right. Thank goodness, Lexi. I was like, go ahead and put that in there right uh, away. That was real good. Thank you, oh, everybody. Oh, you remember yesterday. Yeah, mm. seriously. But uh, no, we, we slowly all... get there with technology. Thank yes. you, Tamers, for understanding. That's what she said. Yes. We slowly get there, right? Well, and sometimes <laughs> if you don't need a sound hound in your life, I actually, like Don just said, I didn't know about it. Yeah, and I, I'm an you know I I consider myself a techie. I had never heard of Soundhound, no. but then again, it's not in my galaxy. It's not in my orbit. I wouldn't need a humming app. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, I don't. That's know. true. I didn't think I needed one till Friday. Up, I got a humming app. Experiment. That didn't sound right. But anyway, <laughs> that's funny, Jason. That is funny. I do, in fact, need a humming app. <laughs> been married 80 years come oh, on man. <laughs> oh don and i are like what i don't, I don't, I don't know what that, that is i don't get that anyway that's, that's very foreign to me i don't i don't get that but yeah what's this thing called grinder what's this is it? yeah no tell this me more <laughs> this is a great app you swipe if you like oh, which no. direction if you like them oh no 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 that's for you straight people we don't swipe we, we that's 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 oh you instant message oh, girl no, that's that's no valuable swiping? time there's no swiping that's really oh please we go right to no 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 that's there's oh, no swiping pictures it takes a yeah. lot of time girl it's just no it takes a lot of time to swipe no we just get right to it okay <laughs> where are you wow yeah do you have your location <laughs> where, on okay where are you right now where are you right now <laughs> and what's your security code for your apartment building <laughs> uh, <laughs> well i don't have one i live in a funeral home perfect i'll be right over <laughs> The end of the, you know I love that when the we book in the end of the show is the same as the beginning of the show. Go out there and be yourself. Nobody can tell you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? That's right. You do you. Have a great day. We love you so much, and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends.